Griffin, welcome to the show. Woo! What happened to the goddamn Mariners this year? Oh, cool. Right when the podcast starts, they blew it. They suck. They always suck. They always will man. suck. Come on, man. I'm an A's fan. Let's calm down. Let's calm down. You yeah, know? The last time I ran into someone uh, that I was bitching about the Mariners, I was like, oh, they suck, man. They blew it again. They had the lead. And someone in the conversation w- they might have actually been wearing an Oakland hat, or I knew they were from Oakland, and they were like, oh, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, try yeah. being an Oakland fan. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm being a baby, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like you have – it's not like you don't have one sports team from that area of the country that goes to somewhere in the playoffs at some point every year. Yeah. Especially now that you got the Kraken. Yeah. The only swipe I'll take at you is that you don't have a basketball team. Yeah, and the, the never-ending rumors of they're coming back, they're going to expand, they're on the top of the list, and it's like, oh, are they? Or are you kind of just uh, continuing to use Seattle as like your, we'll move your team if uh, you don't get your your, your stuff together. Yeah. It's starting to feel like Las Vegas is going to get a basketball team before Seattle does. Yeah, so, well, the latest – latest rumors that I feel like kind of died down but for a bit it was plans of expanding to two new cities in both Vegas and Seattle were the two like pretty much lock it in done deals but I guess we'll see yeah I I, I mean uh you know I just don't yeah I don't know man like uh, the A's Oakland lost three teams in less than five years they lost the A's, the Raiders, and the Golden State Warriors moved across the bay to San Francisco. And why? Okay, I never really like listened, or I never really like looked into why they moved the Warriors. I mean, I guess I get it that New- they want to go to San Francisco yeah. over Oakland, yeah. but it's like, was their stadium kind of like Arena, run down? Arena's fine. It's just not good, right? When you could, when you have a new arena coming up, like Chase Center, which I haven't been to yet, but. You know, I've got friends that go all the time. And, like, it's a beautiful arena. It's in San Francisco, downtown. You can take the train to it. Like, the, to get to to get to Oracle, it's it was a pain. It was, you know, BART and then cross the huge thing, and then you have to go all the way around the uh, the A's, where the A's play. And, like, you know, the A's have been talking about moving since 1999. I was a senior in high school, and they were like, Listen, we're gonna we're gonna move to Vegas if we can't figure it out. We're gonna move to Fremont, and so they, they just couldn't figure it out. So when they moved, everyone's pissed off about it. And I'm like, yeah, man, we've been talking about it for 24 years, 23 yeah, years. Yeah, well, that, yeah, and that was the last thing. The last time I, the dude at the barber shop, he's from Oakland or likes Oakland or whatever. And I was asking him, I'm like, are, you know, I don't read it as much as probably you do. And I'm like, are they actually moving, or is this just like the most hot air in the balloon at this point of going to Vegas? Because they bought the land. They're building the stadium. It's just okay. Didn't so so it's it like, is a, a it is a done thing. It's just obviously the time it's going to take to build the stadium. That's right. It's like Cronky buying the land in in Inglewood. It's like oh, Cronky bought the land in Inglewood. You don't think that the Rams are coming? You think he's just yeah, bu- yeah, yeah, bought yeah. building? He's just building residential income properties. Yeah, a stadium yeah. sized plot of land for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, like what what is he doing? So you knew he was coming. I mean, the biggest. The, you know, if I if you ask me, the biggest scam that happened to L.A. was 
the Raiders should be back here. And Kroenke said, I'm going to buy the land, but you better not bring the Raiders back. And the Raiders were like, well, okay, I guess we'll go to Vegas. So like, you know, can you can you imagine the Rams being second fiddle, like coming here? Yeah, 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 yeah. And because that's how it is now, right? Like, that's right. Everyone kind of just is like the Chargers are like the funny little brother in LA. And... It's it's so embarrassing. I mean, it, like I like watching the Chargers because I I prefer to root for them than the Rams, obviously. Yeah. Um, being a Niners fan, yeah. but like it's it is just like so you know the SoFi Stadium when the Niners and the, and the Rams played in the NFC Championship game, it was. You know, it's like San Francisco South. Like, there's so many yeah. more opposing fans than there are local fans. And you know that that might just be my opinion. I could be wrong, but that's surely what it feels like. You know, and, and against not, almost probably any team or yeah, mostly any West team. Coast teams. I mean, any team. Like they all fly in. Like the like the Bills. They all everyone flew in. Powerhouse teams too. There. I mean, even like Seattle, just from what I've read or the radio says, you know, travels. Any powerhouse team, any team that's good, that's been on a good stretch of the last couple of years, especially they're probably traveling pretty hard. But even the Cowboys, freaking Cowboys outnumbered the Chargers fans here, you know, and they're, they're not good. They just have a power, they're a power, they're America's team, you know. Anyway, so no new odd man out records. You had that one come out in the pandemic. It's a little frustrating. You're trying, it's new to people, but you, you're all, you're all are sick of it. What else is happening musically with you? Anything else? Nah, just change. I think change is similar kind of position. It's like I think the the writing process. Well, I think the writing of musical change is actually in progress. Whereas I feel like maybe Odd Man Out is more of like forming of ideas stage, especially change with everyone living in separate cities. Yeah, totally. I mean, I get how I, that can be difficult. Like, but but, I mean, change is similar to Berthold City. I would assume there's just one or two people that w- write most of the music, and yeah. with the help of other people, I'm sure. And then you know, you you just kind of show up when you when you're told to, which is you know works really great for me and my band. That's like, if I had to do anything else, it'd be a lot harder. Yeah, I, I don't mind the process either. Um, and Europe was fun. You, you you had good shows. Where was the best show in Europe? Leipzig. Leipzig. Yep. Sure. However you pronounce that show, was super fun. Sure. A lot of people were there. Uh, it's really weird. I feel like as a whole, the whole tour was people staring at you, like confused. But then after the set, are like. Oh, we loved it. You guys were so good. Thanks for coming. You got to come again. And we're like, oh, we didn't think anyone liked any of the sets. But just how it is, I guess. I mean, I I don't know if you can hear me right now, but I had a guy lean over to his his girlfriend in the middle of the set after after our first song. And he leans over and he goes, <laughs> and you know, of course me, like what a jerk. I just lean in between them after every song after that and just go, eh, it's okay. Right. It's okay. So it's a, there's definitely a cultural phenomenon happening, um, where there's a different experience with music. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't experienced that, but I've been told, I've, I've heard other similar stories where they're very just upfront and they're like, yeah, it's, 
It's not quite as good like you play on the record, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that being said, like, I-, I-, I get why people go and play there all the time. It's like there's more people. There's people travel. They seem very excited about it. It can be hard yeah. to get people excited about it here, you know? The crazy part about the Leipzig being my favorite and probably the best show was that someone after the show was like, yeah, there's a, there was a punk show like just right down the block and that was like sold out and Strike Anywhere was also playing like in the city. And I was like, damn, there's this many, this many people out here to make our show, which, you know, small bands have a very nice turnout and then the show down the block had a bunch of people and strike anywhere is playing, but I'm assuming to a really nice crowd, but yeah, you're definitely not finding that in Seattle with <laughs> no a local hardcore gig with a big hardcore. Yeah. You're not finding that many places. I mean, in LA we had sound and fury and indecision fest happen at the same weekend, obviously slightly different crowds, right? Sound and fury being younger and indecision fest being much older. And it didn't seem to have much effect on either show, but you know, it would have been nice for me to see the bands trapped under ice. I wanted to see it sound and fury and then also be able to see, I don't know, throw down <laughs> or something. Yeah. Position fast, but they just happened to be on the same damn weekend. It's frustrating. I ran into a couple of people that were definitely uh, there on one of the days at indecision and was like, oh, I won't see you tomorrow. I'm going to the other one. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I just, you know, it, it's, it's stuff happens, I suppose. It happens the same weekend. But, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean for good shows on either end of it. Um, yeah. On either end of those things. But whatever. Stuff happens. I get it. You know, like I've played in the same, you know, I've played on the same street. My old band played on the same street as like an, another hardcore show, literally four doors down. And, you know, they came over and watched us and we went over and watched them and it was fine. But, but like, yeah. it is a little bit bizarre when it's like, why isn't this the same show? You know, it's just, I guess it's just two yeah. new bands, right? Combine them for one, one fun big show. I appreciate you for jumping in. I know that was out of your realm of desire for this evening. I know you just wanted to take the dog on a walk and go put your feet up and, you know, watch some movies, you know, maybe do a review yep. of uh, some food or some some drinks um which if you're at all interested follow griffin on instagram i don't know if i'll put his link up here if he'll want me to but they're quite funny and he does consume some some questionably safe food and beverage items and by i say questionably safe i mean i don't think i'm interested in drinking starburst flavored c4 energy drinks griffin consumes them for me and then reports back and if you're interested in hearing what they're about, you got to follow Griff. Exactly, bud. Any last words there, Griff, man? Hmm. No, my phone's about to die. Uh, but I'm glad that I came on and chatted for a bit. It made my walk go much quicker. And I have fun. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for stopping by and catching in. Let's catch up again on the phone and not as public. Appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon, yeah? Alrighty.